If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. A choice right now, right now, between fear and love. It's just a run. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding Reality. Welcome to Expanding Reality. I am your host, Brandon Thomas. Going to keep this one extremely short and get right to it. You can feel the energy of this conversation right from the get-go, and so I'm not going to keep you guys from it for very long. All the ways to find her linked in the show notes. Megan Kittredge is her name, and incredibly amazing is everything she does. So that's how you find her in the show notes, guys. Uh, all the ways to find us as well. New t-shirts linked down below. Make sure you'll check that out, please, and thank you. And without any further ado, here we go. More announcements at the end. But without any further ado, for real this time, here we go. Megan Kittredge. I think I'm going to have to keep the snicker in. If we go with that, I'm keeping yeah. the snicker. You have to. Okay, well, let's okay. just go with it. Megan Kittredge, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me here. It's, God, you're I love great. hanging out with you. It's always such a blast. You're great. It's always such a blast just getting in and hanging out and vibing with you. I totally appreciate you. Uh, totally. We've been chilling here. I forgot to mention um, off air, so I'll mention it on air. My wife said hi and that she loves you and to make sure that she told you that because we both absolutely adore you uh, so thank you so much for being you and i wanted to make sure that we got that in in case i forget later so there you go well thank you and what i actually wanted to tell you was that i received that from her and i really appreciate that and i totally felt that and thank you and i totally get her vibes <sighs> totally <sighs> it's it's just all vibe and we were like like we were talking about yeah. just speaking here earlier and we were just talking about how aligned everything is how yes and how of course energy everything is which is something you get to in this awakening or manifestation process where things just start going of course dewey taylor told me about this and it was something i was 8 months out from and i was like ah, okay you know i i i believe you that some people have that experience just like with the contact phenomena i haven't had it so I'm not like, mm -hmm. okay, yes or no. I just, I totally believe that it affected you in some way and I don't degrade it at all. So when he t said that about the, of course, energy, it didn't seem beyond me. It just seemed like something to passively look forward to. I am now, mm -hmm. and you are now, and we are now in this, of course, energy. And it is fascinating. So we're having a blast with it. How about you? Absolutely. It's, it's really, it's just one of those things that I feel like it kind of hooks me into the flow and it's just, it like branches out and expands. And that's why I love the name expanding reality. Like that's exactly, exactly what it is. Expanding consciousness, expanding embodiment in the name of we, and it's just, 
Absolutely love it. Yeah, we. And I've been saying we like, yes, a lot because, um, you know, we is uh, yes in French, right? So we, yes. we. it's good for all we, of us we. to say yes to new dope shit, such as you saying yes to my invitation to join me on the show here. And like I said, you and I are, have been many lifetimes together. Just so easy. Well, the first time we spoke, yeah. it was just like, yep, yep, yep. Of course. Yeah. Right. And so uh, let's talk about you. So if you don't mind for my audience, not too familiar with you, all the ways, of course, to find you linked in the show notes, you guys make sure to take advantage of that. Uh, let us know who you are. Absolutely. So primarily, um, I'm a Reiki master teacher. That's kind of what my vibe is. And that's what I've been doing. Uh, just healing really thousands of people on this point. I jumped on TikTok uh, up, like in the beginning of February and i had recently just expanded my understanding of law of attraction and it just took off so that is really energy healing intuitive healing really just uh, helping people remember who they are is my thing right allowing people facilitating the experience for people to come into their own awakening and then helping them to connect with whatever their path is and i just <sighs> I just want to make as many people feel seen and loved as I possibly can. And that's really my mission here. Dude. And I see this in you and this is why it was so easy to speak with you. And it's easy now. And this is just so yeah. fluid is because we share the same mission of giving folks back to themselves, you know, absolutely. It, it's a beautiful mission you embody. And so you mentioned spiritual paths. So what's been the path of your spirituality? winding <laughs> right. right now um yeah absolutely so um i would say most recently i like i just mentioned i came into a new understanding of law of attraction prior to that i had done reiki i've been in recovery um substance abuse recovery for a long time and assisting people with that i grew up in the church and when i came into this new understanding it just threw everything i had previously known out the window and i just had this moment of like none of it really matters and energy healing like where's the place for this if i'm just creating my own reality what does that mean and you know went through this whole process of kind of this major breaking down and coming into a new understanding that i am one with the universe as we all are and we're all in this together and so yeah I, I guess it would be difficult to define, to define my path. Um, hmm. Whatever feels good. Yeah, That's right. what I would call it. Whatever feels expansive and resonates with my heart space is where it's at right now. So how do you know what's not in resonant harmony with that for you? What's your tool of intuition? Ooh, okay. So I, I primarily use my body now. Um, I went through a long period. Um, I'm somebody that I was previously in narcissistic abuse recovery. I spent a lot of years because I've always been somebody who's incredibly awake, even as a young child. It took a lot for me to go back to sleep, which I did for a time. Um, but when I reawakened, I was so disconnected from my body. I wasn't able to trust myself at all. It was just really this process of realizing that 
everything that I'm feeling is inherently right and I can reach for something better. So that's the guidance system that I use now is whenever I'm presented with a choice or an option or a, do you want to come on my super dope podcast? Like that feels like expansion in my body. It feels like light. I can feel my heart like opening and my shoulders opening and I'm wanting to speak and my belly lights up. And so that's the feeling that I'm looking for really in everything that I'm doing. So that's kind of the direction that I follow. And the opposite is true as well. If it feels like closure, if it feels like uh, a lack of clarity, that's something that I tend to, you know, take into contemplation, we'll say, before I take any action on it. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. We talk about these intuitive guidance systems that are in your body, and it's one of the most fascinating things to me. And it took quieting all the noise and the distractions out there. And that's it's sort of in my mind what their service is, is to be something that you intentionally want to tune out. And this is something that was in Journey mm-hmm. of Souls book uh, by Dr. Michael Newton that I found so fascinating is that several of his cases that reported that they were going, you know, crossing over in a diet or whatever, said that the earth plane, that physical reality is very noisy. It's very loud, like mm-hmm. physically loud to them. And so it's interesting yeah. to use that metaphor as well when we're talking about quieting those things that you, so you can hear that. It's that internal guidance mm-hmm. systems in there all the time. How do you visualize it? For me, it's a quieter voice. It was, and now it's the loudest voice possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, I guess it depends on my state of awareness. So for right now, it's very loud. It's very clear. I have a very developed practice of maintaining flow, being generally joyful. But as you know, that's absolutely a practice. Uh, There are days that I don't feel as connected, especially as a woman, you know, I'm incredibly cyclical and I go with the flow. And so some days that doesn't feel as easy to access. And even um, like attachment, I would say, is the number one dampener for my internal guidance system if I'm attached to some sort of outcome or circumstance or for a a manifestation to materialize into the 3D at a certain time or way. So really, I would say it's the practice and building momentum with my practice that allows the voice to get louder. It's a beautiful way that you put it because I've experienced this as well. And as you were saying it, it's, it's, um, I painted too big of a brush and you're right. There is more of a fader on it. You know, in audio, we have like those mixing boards yeah. and you have the fader that slides in and out and you can adjust the level or the volume of any instruments that you have on there. So you have, perhaps you can view it as a mixing board. It's actually great for audio folks or anybody really. Uh, mm-hmm. You can view it as you're turning up or down the amount of intensity or level or volume that you're receiving from that particular track or voice. So you could say that your higher self is always there. It's just sometimes it does feel a little dimmed. And again, to what you said, it does feel cyclically dimmed. I've, I've noticed this in like retrograde mm-hmm. periods or something like that. Actually, no, and that, that's when I'm the most intuitive. That's when I'm pretty connected. But I will say that sometimes it feels very mm-hmm. quiet. And no matter how like much I try and turn down anything else, it stays loud. Or if it feels that was an obstacle, I definitely remember overcoming. But also with this it's fader funny adjustment. funny how you forget too. <laughs> right. And, and you can yeah. say... You can say then that possibly it's just um, a way of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like testing like your training wheels, like taking them off for a little bit and seeing, Mm -hmm. hey, you're going to be on your own for a little bit. It's going to feel disconnected. But honestly, the way that I view it, I always view those times. Number one is level up indicators. Number two, I picture my spirit team or my higher me's or whatever it is like over in a corner 
away from me because they're planning something so awesome for me and they yeah, don't want me to oh hear it. God. Is this how you feel it too? I love that you're talking about this because these are like the literal exact messages <laughs> really? that I've been receiving. Yes, everything that, yes. Oh my God. I just, I love talking about It feels like that's why always... you feel disconnected is because they're like hiding. Yes. They're like, dude, don't show him. You're going to ruin the surprise. And it's something amazing every time. That was my literal shot. That is what I was thinking about in the shower <sighs> before getting ready to Shut come up. on this show was that how funny is it that spirit doesn't tell me because i will <laughs> this is why by the way i don't feel like um i've been told if i have been abducted i personally am very insistent that they make me forget they don't let me remember because i don't yeah. want it to skew my game here right what i've got going on right. i feel i feel it would impede i must because i don't remember if you lead these logically like probably everybody's been abducted if you kind of subscribe to that especially at a level of interpretation like you're very mm -hmm. and depending on what this reality is and then if that's the case and you don't remember it then there's a reason you don't remember it if you look at the bigger model of sovereignty which is where i'm at then i would say that i don't remember because i don't i choose not to and because it would affect something even that much insight into the process i feel that the higher guides are like damn it, you know, he's kind of getting close, like, just tone it down. And so deliberately, I'll get to a point with it and I'll kind of stop. I'll be like, I have some good insight here, but I'm going to let you guys surprise me. And I'm very open to that. And that's part of that surrender thing. Well, right. And I don't know if you subscribe to this, but even just like the evolution of the soul, like we come here to move through density. Like we yeah. come here to be in those moments where spirit's voice isn't as loud to remember, to move through that, to expand, right? The process, like contrast things that we don't prefer. That's what's serving us. Like, yes, it would be, of course, like we want to come here and we want to remember. And the point is to co-create, but really it's to expand as pieces of the universe and to throw that back into the rest of the whole, right? And so that's what I try to remember because uh, what you're saying, when you're talking about the fader, right? I kind of think of it almost as like a frequency scale. And it's kind of like how when you're in the problem, you can't access the solution because yes. the solution's at a higher vibration. And so as we move further down, those things don't make sense or kind of like, is it spirituality or is it psychosis? <laughs> right. Yes. And I used to throw so much shame on myself and so much judgment and I wouldn't even trust my own things that I had channeled because I would come back down from the channel and I couldn't access the level of clarity that I had received. And so it's just, it's so similar. And I was listening to, oh, who's I listening to? I think it was Abraham Hicks talking about, um, oh gosh. Oh, see, I just lost it. Anyway. Um, but yeah, isn't it just so crazy awesome. how the, just like the levels of different access and different awareness, it, it's just really, it's so, oh, she was talking about, um, why do I keep, apparently I'm not supposed to share. Oh, okay. There we go. I love this. <laughs> I love this. The real, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. You're great. You're um, here. Oh, I know. I'm human, right? And that's the idea. Um, <laughs> Did you lose it? You got it. You got it. Spit it out. We're dying. <laughs> okay. Um, how like the real elevation process and like when we've really made it is when we can come have compassion for ourselves in those moments when we're in attachment or in those moments that spirit's voice or our higher self's voice doesn't feel as clear and to allow that to be there which as we were you know we were talking about this off air um you know kind of my recent formulation for my law of attraction practice and what i share and offer my clients as well with like permission that's what I'm really referring to is that allowing that experience to be there because it's supposed to.
totally. It's supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. This is a ride. Enjoy it. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It's fun and it's scary. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But we're having a blast. I'm having a blast. And you know, the more awareness is like, I just don't feel like I, I know I've got lessons learned and I will never shoot myself in the foot by saying, Oh, uh, I'm good. I got it covered. But what I will say is there's so much of a vibrational swath. That's like the yeah. vast majority of opportunity of experience out here in the, in the main push. Right. And I've just so crossed that off my list. Like Somebody could throw a rail of cocaine in front of me right now. And I would absolutely not do it. Like, no, thank mm-hmm. you. I got all that shit out of my way in the twenties. You know what I mean? You just sort of cross yeah. these things off your list and I'm just grateful for it. I'm grateful for opening doors that sucked, you know, and I, I knew they weren't yeah. the right door to open, but you still do it. And because right. now that we've opened all those, we've, it's almost like you choose all of them, right? Did you feel like this? Like you chose all the doors until you found this one yeah. instead of just the right one. Yeah, right away? I chose all, all the doors. I was <laughs> yeah. full blown hardcore in recovery at 20. I got sober at 20. Like mm. that, how yeah. bad it got. That, out of the like, way. So I, yeah, yep. because it was just so excruciating. And I almost, because I had such an intense level of awareness, I remember being in like sixth grade and wishing something bad would happen to me. So I could just explain this level of disconnection that was going on inside of me. And I almost consciously on some levels chose that and chose the level of sleepiness that I went into because it was just so unbearable, like being at this level and knowing I need to go to undergo through this whole path, but being on the other side of it, I'm so grateful for myself that I like went and made choices that I no longer even have access to making now. You absolutely nailed it with this. And I'm going to take an opportunity to thank you, the audience, anyone who's listening to this at whatever stage in the process of time that you come across this, you're a vibrational match for it. And we all, we absolutely subscribe to this. So I will say this, if you're at this level of vibration, you're either undergoing healing or you have absolutely walked through it and you're just beginning, or you're on the other side of it and you're looking to heal folks as well. So either wherever you find yourself on the scope, we're here for you. And I'm so grateful for you for doing that. Like so fucking grateful for opening those doors, for doing the shit things, air quotes for the audio only audience and doing those things that were really, really tough to get you here because here is awesome. Like uh, if you're, if you don't feel this in our voices and the way that we're communicating right here, this has just been an incredible experience already because it's just been, of course, of course, of course, of course. And this is the thing that's occurring now. And I feel it on a massive scale. So let's talk about this presence. So presence is something that's incredibly important. What is presence all about to you? Presence, I would say, is awareness of the present moment. Presence, present moment. And really being totally and completely, I'll speak for myself, in my body, in the space that I'm in, ideally with acceptance and hopefully celebration and joy for it. That's not always the case, but really allowing myself to be in this moment because there really only is this moment anyway. So I would say embodying the present moment. Yeah, and it's that moment of now. You mentioned Abraham Hicks earlier. This is one of the concepts that got really stuck in my crawl or crawl, depending on what you say. Um, yeah. I say crawl because like you're, you know, you're, pants crawl up there you know what i'm saying some people mm-hmm. say crawl right and either way whatever right in if uh, you're i'm from new england i've never heard that expression before never that something's in your crawl it is no. more of a southern thing but i've, I've heard it twice i don't I like it two yeah. ways or maybe i've heard it the same way i just my southern ears hear it yeah. differently 
by the way, crawl or crawl, you guys write in, let me know. But this moment of now idea, this concept that you're only manifesting from your moment of now. And, you know, again, it's one of these things that like you hear early and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, uh, don't fully embody yeah. or like maybe you're like, OK, well, we'll file it back there. But man, when you when you come across it to when you really get like all of the stuff and it starts clicking, 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 you're like, oh, OK, well, there's only the moment of now because this is what all the gurus and things are saying. But also this idea of manifestation, you're occurring. It occurs at a vibrational level. So where you are right mm -hmm. now physically is all you are. And two, it's vibrationally what you're beaming out to create or to experience in your very near what we would call the future. It's just your neck, your next echo wave to experience. Right. And so mm -hmm. you're pinging these things out like that frog that's in the water and it's doing its thing and it goes out with the rings all the way around it. Have you seen that? The visual representation uh, of these sound rings coming yeah. out. I'll find it before yes, the episode's yes, yes. over and we'll show it. So um, it's, it's this idea of this moment of now. And this is why this presence is so important. So what are some tips or tricks or tools or insights that you've got for getting yourself back into the moment now that we know it's so important? A lot of folks spend a lot of time in the future or creating futures that don't happen or the past, interpreting it differently. And so how do how do we snap ourselves back into the moment of now, which is where our power is? Um, I say permission. That's really been uh, the key for myself, because the thing that takes me out of the moment is typically fear or some sort of shame and allowing everything to be as it is right now and giving that permission to be that way. Like, it's totally OK um, that I don't look this way or I don't feel exactly the way that I'd like to feel. Or especially if you're in uh, like the practice of law of attraction, a lot of times it's like we're always reaching for a better feeling thought, wanting to feel better, wanting to co-create from really this place of joy. But I, I know for myself, I can get feel so detached from a level of momentum or not have access to feeling better. And I can get really stuck in this loop of wanting to feel better and being in shame that I don't. And when I can allow myself and give myself total permission to be here and to be exactly this way and really eventually reaching for appreciation for that. But sometimes I don't even have access to that. So just permission to just be is really the thing. And then also, you know, regular practices help with this as well. Um, I'm speaking more of when I feel stuck and not able to access it. But obviously, or maybe not obviously, but one of the things that I really um, find to be helpful for this is meditation or contemplation if meditation isn't acceptable accessible to you or things that are really exciting and things that are really fun like music is something that oh it just gets me going or like being on the bow of a boat a lot of like um air element energy is something that usually will really get me back in there or like um being in nature absolutely does it and yeah. And sensory things too. You know, I come from a behavioral health background and there's something to be said for like an orange peel, man, like that, <laughs> that type of stuff. Activating the senses is so helpful. Um, also water. Yeah. Like back to elements. I'm, I, I take like three showers <laughs> because I just like being the in the water, yeah. allowing myself to come. Like I just, I need it. And that's really what it is. is like a state where presence feels good yeah it's beautiful beautiful way to put it i want to talk to you about the shower portal do you do this mm -hmm. okay well then i would actually, love to hear about just, yours okay dealsies but if you don't mind i was raised well so ladies first uh what are your shower portal routines if you do we've been sharing these like so, crazy on the show so i knew you had one. Oh, really okay yeah. 
So um, my shower portal really is built around kind of the rest of my spiritual practices in that um, I have a certain framework that I think about it. So rather than having necessarily a ritual, I just have an internal belief that when I enter into the shower, I'm cleansed. I'm now in a portal like I don't even need to consciously think about it anymore because that's what it is. So that's been really helpful. That's the same practice I um, apply to grounding my energy and also any sort of like energy protection or anything like that. It's a very similar principle of this is how it is. This is how my energy operates. When I enter into this space, I'm cleansed and grounded and newly in a place that I can begin to allow myself to receive and move into a new state of energy. And when I leave, like literally like the shower curtain or the shower door, that is the is the like literal doorway. And now I've allowed everything to wash down the drain and flow off of me. And I'm in a new energy state. And that's, that's actually why I do it. I often, like if I go to the supermarket or any place like that, anytime like pretty much leave my house and come back, that's my ritual. And it's, it's there's something about it. It's just like, they're unbelievable. It's they're awesome. so good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I sort of, I love yours, by the way. Um, I'd like it because it casts a wide net. I'm going to ask you about something about that in a minute. Uh, but uh, oh. mine specifically to answer your question. So I heard about this, uh, like, I guess a year and a half, whatever ago, when I got on TikTok for the first time. And I feel like uh, an ambassador on, for TikTok because I'm meeting amazing folks like you. And I keep telling people yeah. it's an incredible connectivity tool. But either way, uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. But the shower portal idea, I heard that you just go in there, uh, set your intention, and then you step out into a new reality. Now, whenever this yes. ideal came, it was this ideal that married perfectly with while I was uh, really looking into simulation theory at this time. And I've, I've never stopped really uh, looking into yeah. that idea because there's so many parallels in experience. Uh, and, and then what's great is they're unfalsifiable. Like you can't prove against it, which is fucking trippy mm-hmm. shit. Anyway, uh, so the idea goes is that whenever you're not looking at something, it's not rendering. So you're here, mm-hmm. it's your game, right? We don't know what this place is. So the idea goes is that it's all you and that's it. So I take the opportunity. I view it as a uh, teleporter. So I'm teleporting, mm-hmm. but it's through water. If you think about like whenever, um, uh, what's his name? Constantine. Now he went to hell to do this. But what I mean is that water is like a conduit between dimensions is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And it holds all the memory of everything on earth. So you can tap into it like an Akashic record. So I do the same ritual I do with my labyrinth on the way in. I release all that no longer serves. And then on the way out or when I'm done, um, I'm now bringing in all the new energies and the things that I'm ready to receive now that I've the law of correspondence, like you get rid of something to make room for something else. Right. And so this idea um, also, I added a little twist to it, a little spin, if you will, a literal spin. You just need to be more uh, careful with this. Make sure you got good proprioception or a bar or something you can hold on to. Um, uh, who was it? Dr. Haley Young came on the show, also on TikTok, Badass. You would love her. I'll connect y'all. She came on and talked about her shower ritual, which was that she goes in and rotates around a certain direction. I'm going to say it's to the left because when I do it in the labyrinth, it's to the left to get rid of left-hand path stuff, like to get rid of it, call in on the right, all that, uh, receive and give and all that. Um, But either way, she does it to where she turns one direction to release all the stuff and to wash everything off with a lot of intention for that water to be used for that specific purpose. And then she mm-hmm. will rotate, having set a new intention for the new water to come in. Now, I just think it's interesting all the different ways folks can approach this and the different ways in which it's valuable to people. 
because we may be all yielding the same exact results, but there's no sort of like potion to it. It's not like a cookie recipe. You know what I mean? It's not like exact measurements yeah. of this and that. Well, it's whatever code fits best into your simulation. Exactly. Oh my God. And that's deep <laughs> shit. And you done did it. You done did it. Gonna... Oh, but isn't it so true? And I love to hear all the ways that people feel connected to water. I am... It's, it's, I feel as if water is almost an extension of myself. I've always felt that way. Like I literally have this like 18 inch, two foot mermaid scale tattoo on my hip. And cool. I just, I like, yeah, I feel so connected to it. Um, I'm a Scorpio. I loved when you talk about, talked, spoke about um, Constantine going down through hell and how um, water is a portal. Like that role is just, I so resonate with it and really um, and the way that I do energy healing actually is through the elements a lot and water is something that it's it's just it's so powerful in how it acts and moves and its ability to um, take up the space that it's in that's something that my husband references all the time is to be like water yes and to yeah and to fill the space that you're in and allow yourself to flow with it and it's just like oh <laughs> i love a good shower ritual i'm definitely going to try this spin around thing as you were talking about that i realized that a lot of times i kind of i've been doing this my entire life i will kind of shift my weight from one foot to the other and it's really a balancing thing i just noticed that thank you for calling that to my attention yeah so yeah. cool i, I yeah. kind of do the same thing and i consider like the water's getting under my feet like it's like a squeegee it can't get under there unless i lift it up and so i lift it up yeah. a little to step yes. in a little bit of water i know it's like a silly just like the thing about no. where you hold it right here and then you drop it you know <laughs> yes yeah okay just i feel like is that, that like that. a is that like a narrow spicy thing because i don't <laughs> Are you into that too? It's just you catch the water, you know, wherever, like on your yeah. body, in your arms or something. You make a little yeah, pool. and then you let yeah, it go. and then you drop it. Yeah, yeah. and it makes the sound. Yeah, there was this uh, girl that had a video. I'm sure it was to get a reaction like this, to where uh, she posted something like, "What is the deal with guys that go like this and just drop it in the shower? Do all guys do this?" And there was a guy that stitched it, and he was like, "You don't do this." Like, where's the joy in your life? Like, you're not doing this with your shower yeah. time. And it's playful with water as well. It's this, it's this, yeah. you know, think of like uh, when you were a kid, rubber duckies and bathtubs and like mm -hmm. all of that stuff. It's, it's, um, it's very important. And I get it. I mean, think, you know, you're submerged in a fluid, you know, until you come out here, uh, your first breath is water. Like, it's fascinating. I had uh, Elsa Dillon on just uh, recently. And we were talking about this concept of water and she's talking about like comets bringing ancient water with ancient DNA oh. information to mix with our water to get in with this. <sighs> this is why we're like going through these huge level ups. Because think about this, yeah. like I was awake, you know, and I, I could go there with you, but I was never having conversations like this. I just wasn't mm -hmm. at the level. And it's not because I've been practicing for a while, maybe a little bit. But what I mean is it feels like our capacity to receive and talk about and contemplate this type of information is way dialed up. Well, and I felt like it happened to me because like I said, so I became, um, I was attuned to the Reiki master teacher level in 2018 and was just like totally into all this stuff. A lot of like distrusting <laughs> what the powers that be have to share with us. I now think about that very differently as my own co-creation. Um, but really it was 2020 and everything that was going on there, like something happened to me where I just experienced this such an intense level of cognitive dissonance between what I was experiencing in myself and what I was experiencing in the 3d reality that it just, 
it opened me up in a way of like, I don't know what's real at all. And it really created this space and gave me permission to consider new frameworks for life. And to meet people like you. Come out. Uh, dude, same I mean, and I'm just a mirror to you. This is just awesome. This is just one of the best times I've had doing one of these. I'm just going to point this out for the oh, audience. Like, this is such a fun you. conversation. Like they're getting easier. They're getting oh. more fun because the, their guests are more uh, like everything's just so much more in alignment. It's just popping yes. off. And it feels, of course, and it everyone feels, feels this. so good. Well, yeah, and yeah. it's like, it's so funny. Like when you catch, you know, you catch waves with your tribe and you're like, oh, I just, I literally like I'm starting to notice tears come up and just the amount of appreciation that I have for you and something you know that you just shared with the audience was like thank you for going through this experience that you've had to leave you here because we're so grateful to have you here and we need you here Fucking and yeah. it's just like such an honor to connect with everybody like my heart is literally like oh and it's just the beginning that's what's so huge too is you and i feel echoes of intuition so we have this like yeah. feeling of what's to come like we feel it now huge which is why we're able to share it from the place we're able to because we're tapping mm -hmm. into this bigger access we have to it it's just the way that i'm intuitively called to talk about it so uh what was that we're going to talk to you okay so i'm curious about this lizard turd co-creation you're talking about because um i've talked about this idea that there's no bad guy here pat Mahan's really into this uh him and i are uh in love with this idea he's another one i've got listed already here to connect you with but what is your idea with this uh you said earlier about the governments and we have actually recurred the powers of lizard the, turds. yeah, yeah. what's yeah, the deal with your well, co-creation so really the thing it was ooh, how much can we get into all of it you're not censored <laughs> in it? any way here no ma'am go for it okay cool um i'm first of all again i just want to say thank you because i haven't this isn't something that i've been sharing about on tiktok and it's allowing me the space to move through like this is what i really think and i appreciate the space to do that it was weird to me that we're having this pandemic and they want to offer us like a free solution to that hmm. and i've been alive for at the time like i forgot like 25 years and that was not my experience until now my experience up until now is that like medicine is really expensive i know people that can't afford their diabetes medication this seems weird to me and it's around an election year and this is all just really like i'm just looking at this and i'm like this and you're fortunate and i was pregnant at the time and so there was a lot of like whoa like this isn't this is very like it was just too much um contradicting things that were coming out and then all of a sudden aliens were real and they've been lying to us about that and gaslighting everybody and like and so i just said like i don't believe anything i don't believe a single Thing. and not for nothing like it's been like that <laughs> it's been like that the whole time the whole time <laughs> the whole time and so you know that's really what awakened me and was like oh okay like there's something here so that kind of um the powers that be um doing what they're doing the sense of like evil and things like that um you know, that's what spurred my consciousness to, at this level. That being said, I've integrated it in a way where I guess I'm kind of like realizing how much I subscribe to simulation theory. And I forget what it's called. I meant to um, look it up. But basically, essentially, that 
um, you can't prove that anybody else exists, that it's really just your own consciousness. I forget what that's called. Yeah, I want to say it's solipsism, but um, yeah, uh, Jainism is also one of those. Um... Yeah, so it's it's along that vein. So I actually don't subscribe to it, but I do subscribe to simulation theory in a really big way. I'll say right now, um, of course, I would hope that my level of awareness will continue to expand and I'll integrate new beliefs and yada, yada, yada. Um, but if my reality is truly a projection of my internal belief system and awareness, doesn't that mean everything that's existing is simply a projection of what's going on inside of me? And what does that mean about having powers that be that are less than altruistic toward the people and my fellows? And how is that really serving? Like, if I'm going to hold that belief, is that a vibration that I want to be putting out? Like, of course, practical application into the 3D, uh, do we want those things to be going on? No, but would I rather, like, let me back up. I have found that I was really into debating. I was really knowledgeable. I loved politics. I loved sharing my opinions and communicating them in a way that people could understand. And I felt like it was just never effective. Like nobody was ever changing their mind. Nobody was ever coming into an agreement. And so I really just developed this practice and this really, um, at the end of the day, my political beliefs are like, these conversations need to be had in love. And that's really the only way that we can move forward. And so my contribution to that is to choose to believe that if I were to have a government, that it would be loving. And so that's the direction that I'm going towards. Do I have a level of awareness of what's happening now and what has happened in the past in this current present moment 3D reality that I'm in? Yeah. Does that mean I can't quantum jump to another one where that's a different case? Mm. Oh, I love it. We're gonna talk about it. I love your answer, by the way. Your intuition on this is spot on. I, I, well, it's it's in alignment with mine. I don't, we don't know what spot on. Spot on is we are creating yeah. at the same time. Now, for the audience's sake and for all of ours, actually, I'll just go ahead and put a pin in this thing. Metaphysical solipsism is the ver verity of solipsism. It's solipsism, by the way, uh, based on a philosophy of subjective, subjective idealism. Metaphysical solipsists maintain that the self is the only existing reality and that all other realities, including the external world and all other persons are representations of that self and have no independent existence. This is the idea of consensus reality that we're talking about. So metaphysical solipsism, everyone. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very interesting. And it is, it's one of these mind fucks, right? Because then, I, and, and this is actually what leads me to the question that I had uh, that uh, when we when you were speaking about this writing script so there's this idea of um that if if this is you and it's all you at a level right then really anything out there is a projection or a mirror to you so one of the ways that i really wrap my mind around this is whenever i was sitting there thinking about the thoughts that i thought about the mirrored versions of me and i thought like the example I've used, and thank you so much, uh, mother-in-law, for letting me use this. She's very sweet. Um, is my mother-in-law. When she would call, my wife and I both would just eye roll like crazy, and we'd be like, "Oh, fuck mm -hmm. me, dead." You know what is this going to be about now? What's the fucking shit? But now um, I, I changed the way I think about it. I invited my wife to do the same, and we have done this together. Now, um, one thing that I thought about this was, and an analogy that just came to me on this was, is that you sort of write the scripts for the characters in your reality, right? Your life. Yes. And so perhaps my mother-in-law has been sitting here the whole time going, okay, they're like, all right, mother-in-law, you're up. Uh, you need to call. There's an interaction due. He's, you know, they both have something to heal here. So they need you to execute this call. And she goes, okay, cool. And then gets her script of what we're thinking about 
as the phone's ringing and she's sitting here reading mm -hmm. it going, fuck, man, they're going to cast me as this, you know, person again with these things mm -hmm. to eye roll about these things to be, uh, you know, inconsistent, all these things. And perhaps that character that is my mother-in-law is sitting there thinking if they would only have better thoughts about me, they would hand me scripts that are more serving, more empowering and all of those things. So mm -hmm. I took this to a huge scale uh, and started doing it for, you know, micros at first, but really just like manifesting basically that everyone's on their highest timeline, doing the best they can with mm -hmm. the information they have at the time. And I noticed massive changes in my mother-in-law, Mary and I both did. And her mother is actually in Peru right now. She went down there to Carlos Tanner's place in Iquitos, Peru to do a month long ayahuasca session, like 10 wow. sessions or 12 sessions, something crazy. So she's out there healing wow. herself like this. Yes. And so again, we've yeah. been changing the scripts of the people around us. Even like the dude that works on your car that tells you it's going to be a lot of money and you're like, okay, and you're going to pick it up. Like don't manifest an argument with that dude. Don't manifest a, how do I get around this? Yeah. Manifest that that dude is on the highest timeline, that there's something amazing available for you here and walk into it like that. I fucking swear to God, dude, it changes your life. What are your thoughts on this? I, so my next question for you, because I have lots of thoughts on this and was hoping that we would land Please. on this conversation is what would you say is your vibrational vehicle for changing your script or what emotion are you activating in order to integrate or find resonance with the new script? That's a fascinating question. I've never thought about it. I haven't thought about it until now. Intuitively, I'm, I'm guided to just say that it's love. It's just absolute mm -hmm. love. It's just because I know that I'm not going to change anyone's mind, but what I can do is mm -hmm. change my mind about them, right? Like Dr. Yeah. Wayne Dwyer quote, what you, when you change the, things you, the way you look at things, the things, the things you look at change some it's somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. You'll get it. Uh, it's that idea that all I, all I have control and power over is what I think about. And so these things that were external, that seemed external from me, like traffic, by the way, like I do not get cut off. This left me years ago. And the reason is yeah. because years ago, anytime someone would cut me off, I'd go, you know what? It just, I'd break for him, give him plenty of space. I go, dude, you're in a hurry, obviously, or you're not paying attention. It's okay. I wish you consciousness. And then I just move on with my life. Like it, you know, I got stopped flipping people off and like hitting the gas and like, you know, abusing my car when someone else did something that maybe they're on the phone. You don't, you don't know the situation. Maybe their kid's sick yeah. you know, or something. You don't know. Anyway, it's that. And then it's stopped appearing. It just doesn't happen. It's wild. Isn't it crazy? So yeah. I noticed this. I experienced lucid dreaming when I was a child. This is when I first started to get it. And I would notice that the people in my dream would do exactly what I had just thought about. And I realized the correlation between that and life. And somewhere along the way, I just decided that the world is inherently safe and people are inherently kind and loving. I because you cannot are. tell you, right. And yeah. I cannot tell you, thank you. The last time that I had somebody irritated with me in public, or like you said, cut me off or like, I, always meet wonderful people yes <laughs> like we always just, get the best employees just, at restaurants yeah. the best waiters the best people checking us out for our groceries absolutely we'll watch somebody have parking an argument spots. yeah parking spots is another huge one yeah. mary and i will watch someone have an argument with the customer in front of us and then that person mm -hmm. will storm off and go i'm on break and then hand the headset to like the most amazing angel ever yeah. and that's who we interact with you know you can watch yeah. these characters move off and it's like they're yeah. it's like they're speed dating their interactions they're speed dating their lessons right in front of you they're sort of taking turns in the same physical space sort of in the same way that you only borrow a parking spot for a moment mm -hmm. you're utilizing the same environment the same you're wearing clothes you have the same appendages you know or whatever but it's a totally different interaction it's absolutely fascinating and you have way well, you have all the power over it 
Yes. Yeah, so, so this principle is actually what uh, gave me my answer about my shower ritual. It's just my assumption that that's how it will be, that yes. that is my experience always. And especially like um, with we'll call them people that I don't prefer. <laughs> Unhealed um, versions of ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, I have the most gratitude for them. And especially, and I love that you um, reframed that for me because it absolutely is like everybody is a mirror for me all the time. If I'm experiencing some level of resentment, it's really just that there's a sh- aspect of me that I'm holding in shame that's being activated in them. And when I can move into a place of gratitude for the contrast that they're offering me, the light that they're shining on the unhealed parts of me, it's like, oh, like, thank you. You've allowed me to um, become aware of something that is in need of love. And how awesome is it that I get to go love on this aspect of myself? How awesome is it that I get to expand my awareness? And I find myself getting really excited for this. And what's beautiful about that is I find that typically when I move into that place, they kind of just fall away. Like I don't, there were no longer a vibrational match for them. And that's something that that's one of those things when I talked about like coming into new awareness of a law of attraction, that's something that was really difficult for me to swallow in the beginning was like that, manifestations aren't just the car that I want or the job that I want. It's everything is a manifestation of me all the time. And I am responsible for the co-creation that is being produced in my life. And what does that mean? (laughs) And that feels like a lot of weight and a lot of pressure, which is where the spirituality and connection to source comes in for me. Cause otherwise it probably was my life. (laughs) Um, It's fascinating because there's this level you get to where you have to be. You said something so simply and easily there that came to you easily and effortlessly, which is remarkable. But really what you just showed us there was these incredible skill sets that have taken you a very, maybe not a long time, but there's a lot of wisdom wrapped up in what you said that takes some folks a very long time to achieve. And it just flowed out of you so effortlessly. This is what's so beautiful about it too, is is because it's a full embodiment and you nailed it with this. It's not small, specific things. And so this leads me to this, uh, casting a wider net with your manifestations. What do you think about that? Oh, casting a wider net with your manifestations. Do you want me to give you an example? Yes. Okay. So recently I've not done the, this thing or that thing or the money or the freedom. I've been manifesting three things and it parallels perfectly with yours, which is why I wanted uh, another synchro, but of course. So uh, one of those, uh, those three things are authenticity, elation, and service. And in that order, Mm -hmm. actually, I've really dialed this in. And so I'm casting a very wide net in my opinion of what I'm manifesting. I know a lot of folks, Abraham Hicks included, and a lot of folks say be very specific. And I think I do feel that there are times for that. I think Mm -hmm. where I'm at with it is I'm in such trust of everything and faith in everything that I don't want to do specific things. Like I have specific preferences that I've noted. It's like an Amazon wish list for the universe and it's on the way, right? It's on the way. So I'm not tracking Mm -hmm. the packages, if you will, to stick with the metaphor. I'm not checking in on them and shit. Um, And uh, what I've done with this, or I feel is casted a wider opportunity for the universe or me or whatever to send me the exact vibrational moments that I've been pinging it to. Like I've been, we, my wife and I for the past two years have been going, I'm grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for this moment. Anytime we have like elation, authenticity or service, those three things. And so that is where I've been specific in the vibrational component of what I want. But as far as the like specifics of like, Hey, send me this amount of money or whatever. Um, 
I don't have that. I just have cast a wide net with it to be a first most authentic, uh, whatever position I am in, I am the most authentic I can be. And whatever it takes for me to be that, whatever that is, right? Whatever I create to feel that way. Number two, elated. If I'm not elated and excited to be me and the most authentic me, then I'm not going to be at my highest service if the first two boxes mm -hmm. aren't checked. It's the idea of putting your mask on first when they drop from the airplane, right? The mm -hmm. king eats first. Otherwise, you're shit oh. anybody else. So yeah. then, then, <laughs> then that inevitably leads to the most abundant amount of service that you can create because you're creating from this such an authentic and elated place and a healed place that that's what I mean by this. So it's not been very specific. It's been very just uh, highest authenticity, elation and service. And that's what I mean about casting a pretty wide net. Yeah. So I have the tendency to even go a little bit wider than Ooh. that. Um, I would say I love, I love that. Um, so it was an authenticity, elation and service. Perfect. I love those. And they pair so perfectly with my Dude, recent downloads about presence. It's just, of course, of course, of permission, course. presence uh, and appreciation are yours, by the way, which again, yeah. so parallel. They're beautiful, please. Yeah. And so you know, I used to spend a lot of energy trying to manifest specific things and oftentimes they would come, but I, they wouldn't even be re in resonance with me anymore because I was operating from such a place of desire and not having it that rather than focusing on exactly what it is that I want, I just totally focus on what brings me the most joy. Like I'm on this podcast simply because it inspires me and excites me and I love connecting with you and by extension, your wife. And it's just, it's like, it feels really good. It feels really expansive, really heart opening. My shoulders want to drop, my jaw wants to drop. I love this feeling. And so I just keep seeking those and trust that my higher self and the universe knows exactly what it is that I desire. And my favorite part about not manifesting something specific is the culmination of how they all work together. Yes. And it's just this like delicious package that just shows up like your experience in Utah, right? Like yes. that is just like, Oh, I just love that. So I totally resonate with you about that. What I will say is that I noticed um, the thing that I've been practicing a lot is kind of experimenting with overriding tricky thought patterns, like ones that just crop up when I'm in a place that is just like, I'm in attachment or I'm in shame that really just overwhelm me. Sometimes it's so debilitating that like, I can't, like, I'll, I need to do something better. I'm not going to be okay. Um, not as often, very rarely actually now, but I will practice offering a new script to my brain. And sometimes yeah. like, um, but like a certain amount of financial abundance is like lights me up and gets me excited. And so that's just like, while I'm vacuuming, I'll just put on that specific thought, not with the intention to manifest that necessarily, but with the intention to change my belief system, because it really a belief is just like a thought that we keep thinking, right? That's all it is. And so I just choose to think a better thought, like, why do I have so much money? You know, if you want to talk about financial abundance and I'll just keep saying that over and over and over again. Yeah. And then my brain wants to prove that to me yep. and it finds ways to prove that to me. And I'm very grateful for those, you know? <laughs> and so I would say yes. And sometimes I will use it in attempt to raise my vibration in a wider way, but absolutely. Um, my client, <laughs> This is something I'm so I'm so grateful to talk about this with you because it's something that's really difficult if I'm if I don't have access to that level of awareness to wrap my mind around it feels almost kind of bulldozy. 
And so I'm really appreciative for this moment where it feels in resonance with me. God, we're grateful for this moment too. Yeah, the whole audience, yeah. everyone's had chills the entire time. I can guarantee it. Um, or if not, they're coming mm-hmm. in waves constantly. Um, I was just on Amy Blair's show, uh, Third Eye Awakening, which I've already noted actually to connect you with. So don't worry about it. Um, but I was Thank just you. on her show. Uh, again, it was wonderful. Uh, I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes of this uh, show so that you guys can check it out directly. One of the things I did do was I... I really feel like I did it on this. Actually, I did do it on this. So I have the ultimate manifestation hack. Are you ready for it? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. As somebody that's been working with manifestation for Let a long the time, you're know. like, fucking bring it, right? Okay, yeah. so it is out on Amy's show. And if you guys have already heard this, uh, here's the few days later interpretation I have with it. So my grandmother used to say, uh, never pray for patience, honey, because you're not going to get patience. You're going to get a bunch of situations that suck that you're going to need patience mm-hmm. to survive. And so mm-hmm. when I started thinking about this, I was like, well, what then the universe or whatever, what that means is, is that you're going to be sent situations in which that which you are focused on is a opportunity to be played out in physical reality. So in this case, it would be a virtue like patience, right? So what that means is, is that it, it guarantees you a script worth of a cast of characters and situations that suck, you know, and in relativity, mm-hmm. right? And that they're going to suck ass and, and you're really going to learn patience by just surrendering the moment and you'll feel it, right? So what I've done is I've flipped the script literally whenever, and I mean, this is over 20 years of thinking about this shit, and especially all the new folks, you have insights that have gained into this awareness as well, is that I said, okay, universe, um, no patience. Thank you. I'm good on that. We don't, we're not manifesting that. What I would like though, is my ability to hold with my nervous system, my mind, my emotions, everything, the, the most happiness and elation and joy I can physically stand just beyond it. Actually. Now what the universe must do is what send you a situation that tests that, that sends you genius joy elation and it must test this oh. now this occurred with me flown out to five tribe now the manager construction job gone two days later i uh, got invited to contact at the canyon for a much better manifestation for a trip with my wife i got that journey and those moments all crammed within a three-day period wow. after doing this for just over a month maybe two months of of just this focus of saying okay fortify me fortuitously for the most joy and elation that I can physically stand. Now, I was on the floor crying in my house uh, with joy and elation over how proud I was Mm -hmm. of how far I've come, how grateful I am for everyone for being here and for showing up and again, for being uh, healed in service. And I was overwhelmed with the feeling of what I know to do here and joy of all of the lives that I'm here to change with all of us. And, And it includes this amazing team and you're absolutely here with it. And so I just got overwhelmed with this now. To that, I was buzzing, literally shaking. I'm sitting there telling Mary, take some of this. I walked our labyrinth to go ground barefoot like 15 times that day. Just I'm shedding, shedding energy. It was yeah. too, it was too much. But this is the thing I realized is that, you know, our nervous systems are so fortified for fear and scarcity and mm-hmm. elation. We're really comfortable in that vibration. It was very uncomfortable to be that happy. And this is something mm-hmm. I challenge everyone to do. You know, it's easy to slip back into those patterns. It's easy to want to slay the dragon, which no one recommends. Or if they do recommend it, it's important for you then. But it, it's a, what I call a temporary truth, which I'd love to elaborate on later on with you at some other point. But either way, what I mean to say is it must send you situations that make it has to respond in that way. And so I t- and then I'll tell it, turn it off, like turn the tap off, like give me a break. Yeah. And then I feel that retrogrades are this period for folks like me and you with a constant dopamine dump. We need this like reflective cyclical from the heavens timeout. You know, this 
I call it the school, uh, school zone, you know, uh, in your drive, you know, it just makes you slow down. That's all it is. And we need yeah. this. Anyway, what do you think? I noticed. Yeah, I totally resonate with this idea and I can't wait. I'm literally already doing it as you're sharing mm-hmm, about it. And mm-hmm. everyone again, right in, yes, let me know. Yeah. Share it. Yes, and share it from the rooftops. <laughs> Go for it. Seriously. And like, yes, of course, like this is something that I've been totally thinking about. And I posted a TikTok about it, I think last week, um, essentially the flip side of that, which is you can only receive as much as you have room for. Bingo. And, and that's been my experience. You know, I found especially, um, you know, just the rate that I grew on TikTok, I was just receiving so much joy and doing so much energy healing and spending so much time um, at such a high vibrational state that I was like, I need to come back down. Like, I'm not okay. Yes. And, you know, thank God for like, I have the most wonderful friends in my life. <laughs> We're like, you need to like, yeah, just take a break. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's crazy. And I actually went through this really, um, it says, this is just a side note, but I went through this process, um, last year where I was just, so spiritually connected for such a long period of time. I actually, I ended up like losing all this weight. I lost like 70 pounds, like wow. really like, I know it was really cool. Literally just through, I love you. Thank you for caring a human and for serving me. And it, my entire life, I struggled with my weight, shame, like eating disorders, like the whole thing. And I just decided one day that it was, I was good enough and I was, and it went away. Oh went my God. away. I mean, of went course, away, gone. Holy shit. Of course. But yeah, so that was when I was like, oh, shit, (laughs) like there's like really something to this. Yeah. And And that is scary, by the way, that in itself is a scary moment. It's the one that we're like, oh, show me, show me a sign, show me a sign. We get that sign and you're like, oh, hang on. And you have to back up from it. You're like, whoa, whoa." it really it's freaky as fuck. Yeah. And And I almost had to like and and so that was my experience was I had to like come back down and you know, careful not to like gaslight myself out of my experience, but, um, to be like, wow. And I know that feeling it's like, it almost, it's like, and, and this is why contrast is so good because that's what leads to our expansion to facilitate our ability to hold more joy. Oh my God. Yes. Because your balloon has already been expanded. Your balloon's already yes. been expanded to the lower end of it. Now you're filling yes. the upper vibrational half of it. But that takes yes. conditioning, just like working a muscle to expand yes. anything like that. Just like your light was yeah. dimmed as a child to go through those dips. I mean, if you can think about it, God, this metaphor. So you can think about it as a child, you're born in this beautiful light and you're like, yeah, yeah, I want to go to the light because I'm from the light. And they grab you from the light, yin yang style and dip you into mm-hmm. this trough of lower vibrational shit. So you mm-hmm. know what it feels like to go through all of that shit. You fill your mm-hmm. cup as low as it'll go. And then that ascension, like you come out this beautiful, it's almost like a baptism. You know what yes. I mean? Think about that. Yes. Yes, it absolutely is. It's just like, yeah, I'm so... Dude, grateful awesome. and i i i never would have felt that way um i luckily like my path toward reawakening because i i was doing like a bunch of acid like a yeah, lot buddy. like dopamine withdrawal a lot of um a lot of ecstasy or like whatever it was and just like totally gone like yeah. dead god isn't real i was spiritual my entire life i was like just toast and i was relieved of it. Like it went away. I had this moment where I just totally surrendered 
and gave up and said, I don't know. And it was removed from me. And I was immediately given, like went through this whole, like, I could tell you for hours, like just all the beautiful things that just like flooded into my experience and flooded into my life in giving myself permission to like let go and to just be in the moment. And that's where I was because I was still in this like major process of grief. And so that present moment stuff totally applies to grief as well. And really everything um, to just allow my experience to flood in. And it's crazy. You know, it's been, I'm 28 now. So it's been like almost a decade of doing this and it just blows, it blows my mind how beautiful the path really is. Good for you. So 18 was your sort of wake up 17, 18, somewhere in there? 20. 20. Okay. Yeah. 20. Wow. Yeah. So I was, I was super awake prior to, and right. that is what was so unbearable. It was like almost unbearable to look around the world and to be like, like just the education system. Like I couldn't vibe with it. Just everything that I knew internally to be true was not what I was seeing in reality. And so that's why I kind of chose to like make my awareness exit and then re-enter later at 20. Dude, if I had to like assess, which I don't, it's just a fun idea to think about. You're like this third wave of volunteers that Dolores Cannon talked about. I know I'm part of the second, you know, if I have to mm -hmm. go categorically, but uh, you're like this third, you're like the beginning part of this third wave that's coming in just super yeah. dialed in. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like super aware. Yeah. Always. Even like I like like one or two years old being aware of God, you know, I used to see or the universe or whatever you want to call it. But I ha I used to visually and still do now that I've practiced um, spirits, all kinds of things. I was able, I had the ability to instantly manifest anything when I was a child. I distinctly remember like water, money, anything that I really needed, it would just come into my awareness immediately until, you know, I would tell people, oh, like I just created this thing out of thin air and they'd be like, okay, like you're seven. Um, and that's really like how I, you know, kind of slowly made my descent into sleeping. But um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you need I'm, to be I'm put so to grateful sleep. for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the sage healer, you know, I've experienced as much grief and uh, disconnection as I possibly could in a very short amount of time. And I'm doing all right. Yeah, you're doing better than all right, darling. You're here. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're doing way yeah. better than all right. And, I'm, and a, again, we're grateful. That's to a very you. humble. I really love who I am, and I really love who I'm doing, and I'm really excited to be here. We can feel this because it it just radiates from you. You can feel oh, it. You're just this you. fucking star, dude. You can absolutely oh, feel this. Thank you're just you. Shining. Even in the audio, oh. folks can feel this warmth, this shining. You know, I don't need to do anything to this audio. It's coming through perfectly. Oh. It's just um, it's just such a joy to sit here with you. Okay, so uh, let's talk about quantum jumping. Uh, I definitely had a DMT experience. Uh, audience, if you're just finding me, um, uh, St. Patty's Day, I was invited out to Atlanta. I uh, was invited to partake in my first smoke DMT experience. I took them up on that with the intention of transferring my consciousness with our tribes included, which includes you, the listener here, uh, to a dimension or reality. I quantum jumped us through dimensions in that trip to a physical reality where our manifestations were supersonic with abundant. Now, I will say things have gone absolutely tits up in the best way after this, as well as the Schumann resonance spiked on the 18th. You can go check that out. That is verified. I'm not saying I did it. I'm not saying I'm not. What I will say is quantum jumping is something I totally dig and obviously practice. So what, what are your thoughts on that? I love it <laughs> as a concept. Um, it's something that I've been, 
um, newly practicing. So I actually haven't done DMT um, or anything like that really uh, recently. My, like I mentioned, um, I was in recovery for a long period of time. That looks a lot different right now, especially in regards to my beliefs around plant medicine and things like that. Um, but really my experience quantum jumping right now is primarily through meditation and seeing really kind of crazy results. I mean, even my experience with TikTok, like that was totally a quantum jump for me. Like it was like overnight and, you know, and I can even see it like, especially in my relationships as, as well. And I've had the experience where I've kind of like gone back and that was kind of what made me realize how resonant it was with me was when I went back so drastically, but on the flip side, that means I can move forward just as right. easily and That's what it so, teaches or you. somewhere else on the plane. Right. Um, it teaches you yeah. so much, even just with that quick thing, it's not a loss, right? It's uh, one step yeah. forward, one step back, it's not set back. It's the cha-cha, you know, you're just dancing through yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It was a circle or a spiral or, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and it's all, it's all good. And that's been the thing that's been most helpful for me in terms of, you know, wanting to quantum jump to a certain place. Like all of it's offering me experience. Like at the end of the day, yes, of course, I want the manifestations that I want to come through. Yes, of course, I want to live the life that I'm desiring to live. And I believe that it will come to me. But that being said, it's all serving. It's all aiding in my expansion as a divine part of the universe. And I'm grateful for that. I mean, even like in terms of my manifestations, like I'm not going to, I could never get them all done. I have like 20 or 30 lifetime worth of manifestations that I would love to see. And I'm totally okay with that because this will not be my last experience. I am manifesting that you get to see all 20 or 30 of those lifetimes worth in this lifetime and that we're all going to do Ooh. it together. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Ooh. it's that now stretch that balloon. Cause that's a lot of joy and elation yeah. packed into one lifetime. Think about that. <laughs> see, this is what limits us, right? Is that we feel that we have a certain yeah. capacity, which we're in a way yeah. correct but you can govern You're this totally and you really, right. thank you, start, you yeah no limiting Ooh, on i can it. feel i got you yeah you're here i appreciate that reflection i can feel that oh, i get this these like really intense um crown whenever something's in deep resonance it's just like and i start to channel i get this really intense like it feels like i'm wearing a hat around the back of my occipital bone and around the front of my head and i could feel right when you said that you offered that reflection to me and my higher self just went <laughs> like oh uh, okay well, if you're in that zone and, yeah. you have, and anything comes about, you have our permission to absolutely share that with us. So absolutely. what is, uh, do you want to share your next quantum jump or you don't have to, if you don't want to, let me, let me actually, Ooh. while you're thinking about if you want to or not mention, offer this instead. Uh, one of the things I find awesome about this as well is because a lot of this and a lot of what I realized with this was rewriting that script. I love what you said. A belief is just thought you keep thinking. So if you want to mm -hmm. think a different thought, then consistently think different thoughts. Right. And so this idea of even being participatory, as far as like a shower portal, it's five minutes away from your time where you're thinking about how stressful everything is or how whatever's mm -hmm. going on in the news, it wants your attention. And you'll start to find that those refuges are available to you all the time. And they're not some delusional, perhaps at first, like play with this, right? Uh, but they're not some delusional thing that doesn't have any weight in reality. There's balanced energies in everything. And this is really what it showed me was that there's an opportunity to alchemize in everything, but you're shown both flip flops of it, it dipped again into this lower if you want to put it that way, experience to fill that part of the balloon. And then uh, it's like this expansive, uh, joyous occasion after that for just replacing your thoughts one at a time with things that are mm. intentional, albeit silly. If you're walking around going, you know what? I'm manifesting a quarter with my birth year on it, something like that. Mm -hmm. Like 
who gives a shit? You know, if you tell anyone, like, in fact, don't. What, what would be even more fun is if you do all of this stuff, prove it to yourself first, because you're all that's here, right? Uh, metaphysical solipsism says this. And so we have that opportunity, but also you will find that it is so much fun when you get, I found that it was so much fun after the introspection part of it, you kind of go into this cocoon state and you really work on you, really work on you. What are my thoughts? I'm writing new scripts and you go like in, you know, writing mode for your new scripts and you come out of that room and you, you rub your eyes and you're like, holy shit, it's Alice in Wonderland. It's like the Oz out. It's, it's everything. It's so bright and colorful and all my scripts are beautiful and it's, it's awesome, but you need to go in and craft that and like clean out and rewrite the scripts for those folks, which means mm -hmm. reevaluating the thoughts you think. And so replacing them with things like what you're talking about here, and this is what you help folks with, is it's this quantum energy healing. That's exactly what it is. It's quantum, but it means that thoughts are quantum. It, you're a receiver for them. So what you do is you just let them know, hey, I'm being bombarded with these thoughts. I'm no judgment. Like, thank you. They've gotten me this far and I appreciate all the lessons. Let's just flip the script a little bit. Let's just turn them to something different for a little while. Mm -hmm. And it responds and it's fascinating. So thank you again for this perspective, just because it, it just makes so much damn sense and it's actionable, which is my favorite thing in the world. And um, thank you. Well, yeah, you're welcome. And it totally is. And it's something that I use. I just realized um, as I'm sitting here receiving everything that you're saying is that I actually use it all the time in healing. So I have less resistance when I'm offering some sort of healing to somebody because it's, you know, there's less barriers. I'm, I'm less attached to it. And the way that I heal people is um, I have the ability to pick up what's going on with them physically or spiritually in that moment. But then as I've been practicing more, I can actually go forward and backward in time and heal them there. And so that's what's been so cool about my experience with TikTok was like, oh, how do I tap into people? How do I do this? And it's because I'm projecting my energy body, quantum jumping into that present moment where they're receiving the message from me, offering the healing there, coming back. And then there's being that echo of my presence being in that present moment with them because that's all that exists. And so in order for it to reach them, I have had to have been there. And so that's how I've developed my quantum jumping practice. And that's how I'm starting to see the effects of it in my reality is because I've developed this practice through intuitive healing. God. You matrix assassin. Yeah, so I cool. love this. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's oh. just and just for the record, the one that I will share is I love tubing. <laughs> like I love like um, being in the water or like cliff jumping, like moving into a reality where I have access to that. It's just like, oh, yeah, mermaid, you're a Lemurian and the last yeah. life or yeah, pretty a lot of them. Yeah. That, like you just were like, all right, I'm going to bail on my sea legs for a little while to come walk on land with these monkeys and do this dope podcast yeah. with this dude for a bit. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly that what I said. So something that but I'm going to wear a tattoo of it. Um, something that you said that was so, I mean, all of it's interesting, darling, but there was one part of this that whenever you said do something for someone else, because there's less, there's no resistance in it, actually, as long mm -hmm. as you're doing it from a, from a kind place of like, just opening a door for someone, just a kind word, anything like that, there mm -hmm. is zero resistance in this. It, it's a brilliant. It, yes. And it's a, but here's the psychological implication of this. I mean, I know that you've heard this and, that people say when you're bummed out or you're going through it or you're stagnant or something, what do they say? Go help someone else, right? Yeah. The the thing about stagnancy and bummed out is there's it's it's a it feels like a blanket of a weighted blanket rather of resistance. And so mm -hmm. if you do something that has no resistance attached to it, you get a relief of that blanket. And so it's a psychological tool for you to get relief to then say, Oh my God, actually, 
this is awesome. And usually that weighted blanket's due to what? An imbalance, right? And so when you balance mm-hmm. with service, the blanket isn't there even when you're not in service because then you're always in service. What a mm-hmm. fascinating way to look at that, Megan. I mean, because really it's yeah. a, that's the thing, but I'd never connected it before. Of course, go help somebody else when you're feeling down because you know that'd make you feel better. But the reason it makes you feel better perhaps is your, the way you interpreted it because it's sans yeah. resistance. It has no resistance yes. in it. And it's a break from yeah. resistance. Wow, what a cool perspective is all I'm saying. That's great. Well, and because it's like you're moving into your heart space. Yeah. And you're allowing yourself to release whatever's going on with you. You're not, it's, I mean, we could even take that to even further into you're just shifting where the point of awareness. Right. Absolutely. Because again, that's that alchemy, right? You know, because even mm-hmm. in helping people, and that's why I say with altruism, because even if you're helping someone and you're like, oh, fuck this motherfucker, this sucks, whatever, yeah. then, you know, it's going to be still packed with resistance because it's not from mm-hmm. where it comes. So, and this is what's great about it. Again, it's a vibe. It's not about the thing. It's about the thing, right? It, it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's just so interesting. This conversation it's been, it's unlocked so many things here. Um, now we are uh, going to cap it here now that I've said that, uh, because you and I have so many more conversations to look forward to. Um, but I do want to, uh, talk about one thing real quick to say that all things are going to be linked all the ways to find you. And thank you so much for this. Like this is just one yeah. of those. And I know the audience feels it too. So y'all reach out, just send her a message. This is the other thing about you too. I was uh, yes, noticing is I, I read down through your TikToks on one of your videos and it was, I mean, hundreds of comments and I'm looking at your, these comments and every damn one of them was sweet. Every fucking I one know. of them. I know. <laughs> I mean, My you, but that's you. <laughs> like, yeah. Who has that ratio? Yeah. But this is the thing. Like I have that as well. I have maybe one or two and that even, even that I turned into an amazing alchemy, which mm-hmm. we don't have time for the story for here today, but I'll tell you about it later. And in even that, so it's the same thing. And this is what I was uh, telling Mary as well. It's just, you're, you're a fucking light and you know this, like you're just an absolute yeah. light. And so I just wanted to thank you uh, for this and also let everybody know that you are part of the five tribe. You're one of our aligned partners and you are just sharing the yes. shit out of this thing. And um, you're just well, incredible. It's incredible. And well, and I, yeah, and I'm grateful to be a partner, but I like, I go hard for them because I really believe in what they're doing and I actively use them. Like I, I listen to their music every single night i've been listening to solfeggio frequency and theta wave music really since 2020 and the fly tribe they just do it for me like they really i always feel wonderful i feel genuinely healed genuinely cleansed it doesn't like kick up a bunch of stuff in my sleep like it feels very therapeutic and healing beautiful and, and that's what i, I love well, it's so cool your experience with it as well, because this we've we've gotten a lot of those experiences. But what's so cool about this is you and I met, and when we spoke first on the, uh, we had a meeting like this, like just a Zoom call, mm-hmm. and I had told you about some other stuff, and then invited you to be and uh, part of our aligned partner program. And you were like, "Oh my god, I've been listening to them for months. Like I absolutely love them." So again, it's this, of course, of course, uh, of course. but. You're just incredible. And we're so grateful to have you as part of the team. And this is part of the expansion of Five Tribe Guys. Linked in the show notes. Make sure you'll check that out along with all of the ways to find the great and powerful Megan Kittredge. Uh, Just again, it's so cool to see you in this life. I mean, you know, we've met in all of them, but just thank you so much. This is amazing. Yes, thank you. And definitely um, I have some really cool projects coming up that are top secret. So definitely go check out my YouTube. Make sure you're following me to get the drop on my new exciting things coming up. And once again, it's just been so like, it's just, it's, I, I keep saying heart opening, but that's what it is. Like I can just, I can feel my vessel expanding. I can feel my capacity to experience joy and gratitude and appreciation. And what did you call it? Uh, elation, authenticity, elation, elation and service. Yeah. And elation. That's the one. 
it's elation, oh. just joy, just rest in that. Just sit in yeah. joy, you know, for and it's uncomfortable at first. Like yes. you're aware that it is something that you're gonna think, oh, that's dumb. You know, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but you're gonna mm-hmm. say, nah, I can't be that easy. Maybe it isn't oh, for I'm you, but right Jesus, now. it was for I'm me. I'm there right now. <laughs> I was like, I've had enough of the patience shit, you know, and really that yeah. talk of like, well, you'll manifest whatever. And I'm like, well, let's do elation. Like, I keep daring the universe. Show me how great it gets. Like, show me how great mm-hmm. it gets. Show me how happy I can be. I fucking dare you, you know? And it does. Mm-hmm. And it's intense. So fortify, right? Megan, thank you so much again. All the way to find a link thank down you. there, guys. Thank you. Wow, just wow, I believe is uh, how you how you come into this, uh, I guess, part of the show where I kind of tell you the outro stuff and we tell you about the affiliates, but just wow. You know what I'm saying? You can feel that energy the whole way. i uh, truly grateful, Megan Kittredge, for everything that you're doing, who you are, what you're being, and everything about it. So, guys, uh, all the ways to find her located down in the show notes. Uh, her website will be located down there. And then all of the other ways to find her link from there. So make sure that y'all check it out and go show her some love. Reach out uh, if you feel inclined to do so. She's absolutely sweet and incredible, as you just heard here. And so also, as you know what I'm about to say, we have many more conversations to have with her and looking forward to all of them. So again, all the ways to find her located down in the show notes. Make sure y'all check that out. As well located down there is all of our resource links. They're absolutely incredible and there to help you. So make sure you guys check those out if it's something that you're interested in. As well down there, you can find expandingrealitypodcast.com. That is where our mothership is. That's where you can sign up to become an expansive insider and participate in value exchange with us. There are a few other variety of ways to do that. All linked down in the show notes as well. Do practice the value for value system here. So support the mission if you feel inclined or find this valuable or feel called to or any of those good things. And we're grateful for everyone for doing so. Now you can sign up over there. Like I said, is uh, Expansive Insider over on the website. And that's where you get all the bonus material. We're meeting over there now. We're starting to do these interviews. We have one uh, coming up actually Sunday. Uh, so if you want to sign up, you can get in on this email list uh, with Jose Miguel Perez Gomez. We're going to do an hour interview with him and then an hour question to answer after. Sign up to become an Expansive Insider to get access on that. Come sit in on that kind of shit because we're crushing it over there. It's fun. Uh, okay, I think that's about it. Oh, Five Tribe, make sure you'll check them out uh, down in the show notes as well. Sleep Mixes, their YouTube is located down there. There's an email sign-up list, actually, that's linked down there. Go check that thing out, guys. Get signed up. A lot of big things happening with the Five Tribe. And do not want y'all to miss out on a damn bit of it. Also, uh, I guess go out into this beautiful, incredibly amazing, awesome place, you know? Like, whatever the fuck this thing is. Like, is anybody really like, what is the fucking, what is this place? But whatever it is in the meantime, like, while we're while we're determining that, or deciding and creating that is how I'd like to rephrase, and so I shall here. Uh, let's just go ahead and, you know, perhaps encourage one another to be nice to everybody that you come across, you know? Uh, to um, pick up a piece of litter, you know? I mean, that couldn't hurt anybody, right? Um, also, maybe, like, buy a, a coffee or a meal in line for somebody around you, something like that, you know, something super simple. There's a massive, huge ripple. It goes, woo throughout the collective it's you can feel it i feel it from here when it happens i'm like mm. it's it's incredible so uh do that um also perhaps you know maybe just to plug it in your ear here get out of the left hand lane you got somebody behind you they're wanting to pass and would just like to get on their way as a sovereign human being and and do so and so you just move on over there and let them scoop by uh other than that go out to this incredibly beautiful and amazing place whatever the fuck this thing is as we begin to unravel our ideas of what it should be and what we've been told that it can be and create that which we see go out into this beautiful place guys and y'all just be good to one another thank you so much for watching listening engaging just being the coolest coolest sons of bitches ever we'll see you next time
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.